Hey, welcome back to the Model Parenting Podcast. Um, this is episode three, and uh, we're calling this one Behind the Curtain. We're going to let you guys interact with uh, our family a little bit uh, on this podcast, and uh, Farah is going to kind of give you a little understanding of what we're doing today. A little recap. So last episode, we discussed the effort that is involved in model parenting, but this episode, we want to shift our focus to the momentum that builds with modern, modern, model parenting. When each person is in sync with moving the speed in the direction of the relationships, there, there's this unity of movement that builds and it multiplies. So to get going is the hardest and that's usually just two people, the mom and the dad. Um, but as you add team members and they start to mature and they understand, it gets a little easier and the, the momentum takes away some of that effort that was there in the beginning. Would you agree with right, that? Right, I would agree okay. with that. So to, to try and help um, you have an opportunity to kind of see what some of that looks like, we have some very special guests in our podcast studio today. We have our children. Uh, we'll let them introduce themselves, starting with our oldest. Hey, uh, my name is Dax. Um, I'm and you can tell us something about your yourself oldest if you son. want to. Yeah, um, I just turned 18 yesterday, so I'm an adult now. But um, yeah, so I'm still living at home, still under kind of the leadership of of these two. I play golf, if you haven't met me before. Um, that's kind of a big part of what I do from a time perspective. And uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, next we have our second. Uh, hey, I'm Cole. I'm 16. Uh, also play golf. It's kind of been chasing Dax's whole life. It's about what I do. Um, okay. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. And we have our lovely daughter as our third. Hi. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Corwin. Corwin, how old are you? I'm 10. 10. You like your bros? Yes, sir. They're awesome. Are they pretty funny? Yes, sir. Appreciate yeah. that. Good. Okay, so <clears throat> we are going to uh, do a little bit today about uh, we, we play a card game together as a family. It's called Exploding Kittens, and no no kittens are ever exploded actually in real life. If you if you like cats, we don't do anything to cats. But the game Exploding Kittens has a card in it called See the Future, and what that enables you to do is you can um, look at the deck and look at the next couple of cards in the deck, and you get an understanding of what's going to happen in the game. And it allows you to kind of play some different strategies. So we're we're kind of letting you see the future a little bit. If if you have some younger kids and you're thinking about, hey, I want to start looking at this model and, and doing this model parenting, um, this is kind of the environment that we created, and these are our kids. I'm, we're not putting them up there as, hey, you need to make your kids like our kids. We're just letting you see some of the good and the bad and, and get their perspective on what this environment has been for them. So that you can start to weigh and decide if that's something that you actually want to do or not. So we're going to ask them some questions and we're going to let them respond. Um, Farah may or may not talk very much in this one. She's just kind of here hanging out, smiling. I'll um, probably giggle some. She'll giggle some. You'll hear her laughing. So, um, And if we get a little silly, then we'll just re-record it and it'll be fine. So uh, first question, and you guys can a answer this however you want. Um, Dax, if you want to go first, Cole, so, I mean, however, y'all can just chime in and, and talk. Okay. Um, so if someone asked, are your parents really committed to this, this being this model idea and, and what we do, what would you say to that person if, if 
friends, family came up and said, are your parents really committed to this deal? What would you say? Absolutely. Yeah, that question. For better or worse, 100%. This is the system and this is what we're doing. How do you how do you guys know that that we're committed to that? What are some things that you have experienced that said, yes, okay, yeah, they're totally committed to this? It's just been articulated um, a lot of a lot of times over the course of our lives, I guess. Um, you've been relatively open with what you're trying to do, you know, um, and very respectful of us. Um, obviously, we don't need to know everything that you guys do to drive your decisions, but you've pulled the curtain back for us to let us see kind of, hey, these are the guide rails that we've set. These are what we're trying to do. And so we can jump on board and be a part of the team. Um, so, yeah, I think you're 100% committed to it. Okay. As they're answering these questions, I'm reminded I wanted to tell you, they have not listened to the first two episodes of this podcast. So they don't know what we've already told you. So if some of that starts to sound familiar, it's a good thing. But um, they they don't really know what we're, we're trying to get through on each one of the podcasts. So just if you hear some words that are familiar, take that as a sign of, oh, okay, that, that's the same language that they're using. Um, next question um, is it worth it, us being committed to that? Um, yes. I yes. think there are some benefits to it. Like there are certain privileges and ways that y'all run the household that um, I feel are a bit better for kind of the way it flows and like how your relationships go. Uh, it's really like just. Like you say relationships, relationships like our relationships? Or, yes. Okay. Um, Both, like relationships with you guys and relationships with each other, yeah. like being our siblings. Okay. So, but you you would still say it's it's worth it. Oh, it's hundred percent worth it. Okay, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, it's a lot of effort, obviously, um, and it's different, but I think it's definitely worth it. Um, it's just, it's very connected. You know, it's very, um, it's very relational, I guess. Hmm. So, and even some of the things that we do that are unique, but it's purposeful. Like uh, one of our our values, I guess. I don't know if you've talked about this in the first couple of podcasts is um is experience so that's kind of how they've built a part of our family is that we ha- like to have shared experiences so some of the shared experiences that we've had is incredible and i love that benefit of the way that we do things that we value those moments um because experience builds relationship that's you know a, a foundational principle of who we are as people um yeah it's funny because one of the things we have said in our podcast so far that you haven't heard <laughs> is that we have a relationship bias because we're um, aimed at relationship and most of what we do is is relational. Corwin's shaking her head. Um, I'll tell you, like I told you, if you want to say yes, you can say yes. People can't see you shaking your head. (laughs) I know. You You can agree out loud. Yeah, you can agree out loud and say yes, I agree with that. So however you want to interact with the microphone is fine. Um, All right, so let's let's pretend that you've – that some of, one of our listeners shoots you an email or comes up and, and asks you because they know who we are. I mean, our, our listeners are like five people right now. So if one of those five people come up to you and say, hey, what advice would you give us for our kids? We're going to try to start making this model-driven environment. What advice would you give us as we're trying to help our kids start to understand what we're doing and – how would you help us communicate that to our kids? From a kid perspective, what do you think they should be able to do or, or try to communicate with their kids? They should just stick to it, be very vo- very vocal about it, let their kids know kind of what they're going on, like what's going on, how they're 
kind of planning to move forward and what they're really focusing on. Just be open, let them kind of see what the plan is and probably would be more understanding there and it'd help. I would also add um, being very ten- intentional about the way that they treat each other um, is important because the way that you treat mom and the way that you treat dad um, is a great model. Okay. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like the way I think Farrah's getting a little emotional here. She's getting <laughs> yeah. a little choked up at that. That her eighteen-year-old son is is telling her that. Um, so, but you, sorry, we we interrupted y'all talk. That's all good. Yeah, yeah, they're very tight knit, and it's a good model and someone that you can like look up to. And you're like, hey, I kind of want to do the same thing. It makes it easier to have connected, close relationships with your siblings if you have some, or even with your parents. You're just like, I want to model after that, and it's it works. I mean, even the the advice that I'm giving, the advice, I use air quotes, you can't see it, but um, <laughs> the advice that I'm giving here is coming from a guy that's trying to learn the system because it works and I'm about to leave and I want to emulate a lot of the things that we do um, in my family when I, you know, grew up. I want it to be very relational. Um, so it's important. I think it's worth it and it's not perfect, but it's good. Where did you, you wanted to say something about, go ahead. If you have relationships with your parents, it's easier to tell them stuff that is happening in your life. That's an excellent point. Yeah, Yeah, so it's just... It's a very mature thing to say. A lot easier to kind of share with them, connect, and let them learn about you as you continue to grow. And then they can sit in it with you and experience it with you, and that's a bonding experience. It's fantastic. Okay, Farrah keeps looking at me. Um, Y'all can't see her looking at me. I mean, you guys can in the room, but... She keeps looking at me because some of this stuff is very similar to what we've already said on the first two episodes really? of the podcast. Well, yeah. I'm sure it is because this is just how you live. Like, it's very authentic what you're talking about. It's just how you operate on a day-to-day basis. So we've heard it all. Right. You, you've you've we heard it. We didn't listen to the podcast. Right. You've, heard, you've been living in it for, I mean, 18 years and 16 years. Yeah, we've been listening to the podcast every day for the past forever. So, But I think the thing for me is that you legitimately could, you have permission to go a totally different direction. So to hear you, like, saying that you want to not go a different direction. Um, that just shows how good of a job y'all have been doing. But I mean, <laughs> but we it's not, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, y'all have bought into it as well. So it is something that y'all said, hey, this this feels and sounds y'all right. Y'all have chosen, and I mean, we've we've said that. Thank you for choosing to to listen to us. Thank you for choosing to you know, to do this, even when you didn't want to, thank you for choosing to obey. Um, because you have to choose it. We can't force it on you. Um, so, um, as we're talking about this, one of the questions, the next question that I wanted to ask is inside of this environment, y'all are watching us model it and do those kind of things. Do y'all feel permission to kind of push back against the model or, comment on our, our our values and we haven't talked to this audience about values yet we'll, we'll get to that down the road because well just to give you a little bit of a heads up audience members <laughs> values are the vehicle of what we drive to our model that's our guardrails that we have in place and that's that's where most of the day in and day out work happens is in our values um, but ultimately the values are guiding us towards our model and we'll explain that as we get more into the podcast and the content we're just trying to do some of this background work but do you guys feel permission to push against that model and say hey i'm i'm not on board with that or hey i i, I i'm not necessarily sure but do y'all feel like 
that we're kind of pushing it on you, making you do it? Or do y'all feel like, hey, we, we've got some say-so in this as well? Um, there's definitely say-so in it as well. But just with how have y'all kind of put it together and run it, there hasn't ever been any question or input that I really wanted to have with it. I think we absolutely feel like we have permission to push back on a lot of like day-to-day stuff. Um, but I don't know that from a foundational you know, this is the model. I, this is what I don't like about it. This is what we, I think that we should change. I feel like I could come to you with that. I've just bought into it for my entire life, so it's never been something I, you know, wanted to push back against, I guess. Right, you don't, you don't know any different. But if someone was building this with kids that were already cognizant, you know, like if they've got a 12-year-old kid and they're starting to build it and change and shape the way that they've done things for years, I feel like understanding that they might want to have some input is important. Um, obviously a 12 year old's not fully developed. So you you can't let them run the family. But, um, I think if they hadn't lived in that system for their entire life and just kind of bought in because they've seen the, the dividends that it pays in relationships, then it's important to be able to have some appeal, not necessarily, you know, they get the final say, but it might, it might be important to have a, a conversation or a narrative. Um, just if kids are already, just depending on the age of children. Right. That's good. For the audience members, you, you can't, you don't know Dax necessarily. He talks with his hands a lot. I so do do keeps, that. Keeps, funny. He keeps tapping the table. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> just note that if you're hearing little knocks and things, that Dax is actually making points with his hands. And he's tapping on the table. I'm so also point that out to you. That yeah. I make points with my hands because you make points with your hands. I do make points with my hands. <laughs> so that's, that's a very point. fair comment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very fair comment. I can't, I can't argue. Calling them out here. What do you want to say? You got anything you want to add in? I think you guys really explained it pretty well. I don't think there's anything really to add. Mm, okay, nothing to add. Okay. All right. All right. Well, if you feel like you got something to add, you want to, Farrah wants to add something. Um, I do want to add just, um, just adding on to what Dax said, I think I would encourage people not to, to sell their kids short of, of input because um, each May I do ask them questions, specific questions about, you know, what they're, what they're liking, what they're individually pursuing, what they've, you know, is there anything that they want to add or change or whatever and they have had some really good input like valuable valuable information for us and so I definitely think just letting your kids have that voice is is huge yeah I to kind of circle back I actually think that is really important and when the question was asked it yes if we had permission sorry I tapped the table again (laughs) yes if we had kind of permission to um to push back on the model and I've never wanted to push back on the model, but something that I have had input into the way that we actually operate, um, is it's golf related and you guys don't know, you know, how we've, we've operated, but, um, a lot of, um, our shared experience has been in golf because I've played it for a very long time, played it at a, a lot of very serious events and stuff. But, um, I came to dad and I was like, Hey, I think we need to, I'd, I really want you to be my dad first and not as much of a coach. And it completely changed the way that he's operated for the past, I don't know, probably six months to a year. Um, And the reason he said that, by the way, um, was because I'd gotten it wrong a lot. 
<clears throat> we talked last episode about foxhole parenting, and foxhole parenting is not getting in there trying to control what's going on with your kid. So some of those golf events that I had that I did with him was not foxhole parenting. I was doing it because I wanted it done the way I wanted it done, not letting Dax have his own experience. So just as we're trying to let you see behind the curtain, the reason he felt like he could push back on that was because I got it wrong and I wasn't doing it right. And, and we had some tension because of it. Corwin wants to add something in. Um, I think values can help with, like, I go to a lot of golf tournaments <laughs> in a lot of places for these two yahoos. Mm-hmm. And actually, I have a lot of fun because we stay in awesome hotels. We do. And I think that I really love my brothers enough. But there are some times that you just don't really want to go to the golf tournament. And you just kind of tell them, you're like, I don't really want to go there. So not that'd be nice but i hear you sweet little baby all right uh honest answers here okay you have full permission to be authentic um what's the downside to this model driven environment what's the what's the pushback that you're like and eh, th- this is not as much fun as maybe something. I, I don't know. There's a lot of physical and emotional effort that goes into it's it. Really Our dad will always tell hard. us, he <laughs> says, it's hard to be my kid. And that is absolutely right. It's very difficult. There are certain things that we got to put a lot of energy and effort into to follow the values. Um, and sometimes it gets difficult. We don't always want to do them. It's not, we're not perfect, but, um, it is most definitely worth it. That's the other question. The effort pays out, and it's great in the end. Yeah, the, there's not a lot of downsides, I guess, maybe in the result because the result is a is a very tight knit relationship. Um, so it's not like this is what you're sacrificing by, you know, d- modeling your your family this way, but you're just sacrificing a lot of time and energy and emotion poured into. Um, dr- just driving your family the way that you want to drive your family and con- not controlling, but directing the trajectory of where you're moving um, because it's hard. It, it's a lot easier to just let let your kids do what they want to do. And there's a lot of times I wish my parents would have let me do what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but it's better for me that they didn't. It's better for me that they, they guided me. They never really gave me a bunch of hard nose. They just kind of said, Hey, this is how we, this is how we do things. And, We'd appreciate it if we do if you do those things our way too, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of effort, but it's good. Um, Dax used a word right there, trajectory. <clears throat> that we're going to talk about later. That that's one of kind of our language words in our it's your family. favorite word. Is, I, I, I use trajectory word. a lot, and and you will hear that in the podcast later. We just hadn't got to it yet, so. Um, yeah. um, <clears throat> Moving on down, I was looking at Corbin to see if she thought, thought she wanted to add something. Um, is there a difference, and this is part of a conversation we were having yesterday, um, is there a difference for you between us making, and I'm putting air quotes up, making you happy versus that building respect? Definitely. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'll use the, the age-old cliche, it's not good to feed a kid candy for breakfast, but it's going to make the kid really happy, but it's not, you're not respecting your child. If you're 
you know, doing something that's going to benefit them from a health perspective. Um, but in, in just kind of a, so you would say in our model driven family, we haven't always made you happy. Oh, Absolutely no. not. No, no. no. <laughs> There's, there are times you know. where I no, am good. I love you too. happy. Right. But, but. I, I do think in our model driven environment, I think you, y'all have always felt respected. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. yes, absolutely. So I'm not happy about doing the dishes. I'm not happy about <laughs> a lot of things, but, that's, that's right. but I always feel respected. Right. And, and uh, one of the things we said in, in, I think our first, I don't know if we said it, but respect is, is a fundamental element of human relationships. And we, I don't think we've said that yet. That's coming later. And a lot of what we do in our model builds that respect and, uses that that currency in our relationships of respect back and forth so it, it's intentionally done so that we can do this some some of those kind of things so i think that's a foundational element of the way that i view y'all's model i guess um and obviously i'm just i don't know everything that you do but the biggest difference i see in our family versus just kind of the world and society in general is that I always feel respected by you too. Hmm. I have friends that do not feel respected by their parents. Hmm. And I know that you might not get it right all the time, but I know that you are doing what you're doing because you've got my best interest at heart hmm. and yeah. you never do anything to spite me or to make me mad or. <laughs> we try really hard not to, but right. All right, so we have a, again, pulling back the curtain a little bit here, letting you see behind the curtain. Um, we have a big life change coming up this year. This is 2022. Our, our oldest, who just turned 18, is graduating high school this year um, and has an amazing opportunity to go play collegiate golf uh, about six hours from us. Um, so what we're going to do is, is I wanted some perspective on that. Um, and the goal of this is to just kind of let you see some of their relationship between each other. Um, so I wanted to hear what our kids' perspective and even Dax's perspective is on that. So we were going to let Corwin go first mm. and just quickly – she's shaking her head no. She doesn't want to come on. Can you do it? You can't do it? It's too emotional. A little emotional there? Not yet. Okay, she's she's saying she's saying not yet. She's that's a big deal. So well, I guess we'll let Cole go first. Um, are you excited about him moving out, getting your own room? Kind of what what's your perspective on Dax headed off to college here? I'm absolutely excited that he's gotten the opportunity to go play college golf. This is something he's been working towards. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears have been put into it throughout most of his life since we started playing, and um, I'm happy for him. Glad it's happening, but I'm not exactly excited he's leaving because. Uh, We've lived together. Uh, this is gonna be the first time I've ever had my own room. Um, it's gonna be a bit lonely. I'm gonna miss him. Uh, is that by choice? Is what by choice? Having no, like the fact that y'all haven't had your own room. Oh no, they've they haven't really given us our own rooms. But I think it's for the better that I will actually interject. They Wait, asked really? us if we wanted our own room, and we absolutely said no. They oh, asked, sick. Like, yeah, sick. That was a choice. <laughs> That's that was not. Yeah, that was not forced. Yeah. But, um, Neither one of them have wanted their own room in the years that they've been together. That was a question that they asked when okay. we moved. Well, and they <laughs> the answer was obviously no, because I love him. He's my best friend. Um, you still have me. I do still have you, and I'm glad I still have you. If mm -hmm. it was just me at the house, I'd be very lonely. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing his performance and the work that he's put in finally pay off. I'm glad that he gets the opportunity. That's good. Are you ready? Think you can do it? You still can't do it? <laughs> 
she's, shaking, she's shaking her head no, and she's she's trying to she's trying <laughs> to through l- it. laugh her tears away a little bit because she's she's already sad. She came to us yesterday. We were we were hanging out at the house, and she was really sad because she has to sit through. She has to watch two brothers leave. And birthday yesterday was that, the the birthday yesterday was really hard for her because Dax turned eighteen and. Um, him being able to move out on his own is really hard for her. She's got a lot of tears going right now. She's she's a sweet girl who loves her brothers. So um, I don't know if she'll be able to communicate that on a microphone. But uh, all right. So we'll we'll get Dax's perspective on this. Are you okay if we go over to Dax and let him talk about it? So um, all right, hit us up, buddy. We've talked about it a lot, obviously, um, because when you're when you're a senior in high school and you're going to college, everybody's always asking you how do you feel about it. You know what is what's the are you excited are you anxious I mean there's a little bit of both obviously um but I don't know just really and authentically I'm I'm excited about what I'm going to do you know it's been a dream it's a it's amazing um but I mean I'm a very I'm a very loyal human being and I like I like my people (laughs) so I don't want to leave my people um and I'll be back I'll I'll come for for visits and holidays and stuff I get it but um it's going to be a very foundational shift in how I've lived my life for 18 years um so I don't know it's, it's exciting because there's some new new freedom and stuff um and experience to be had but it's uh it's going to be lonely and it's going to be weird I'm really actually I was talking about this yesterday um I was really excited that K-Money's not so excited that I'm I'm leaving you know because I mean you see on tv when uh, the older kids are moving out. All the parents or all the little kids are just pestering the parents to get their room, um, and they're they can't wait till they leave. But I'm really glad that Cole and Corwin want me around, um, and I think that's something that's important. And it speaks to the way that they've, um, you know, operated in our family for for as long as I've been alive because it's very relationally driven. And yeah. one of the future episodes and future content that we're going to have is talking about chasing dreams with your kids. Um, and what you're kind of hearing and seeing is kind of the result of that. Corwin and Cole have been in just as involved as Dax chasing his dream as Fair and I have. And same thing with Cole when he's chasing his dreams and Corwin when she's chasing hers. We were, we're just involved in that as a team. And one of the things we, we talked about on our podcast is we just we wanted to have a model that pointed us all the same direction, that we were all doing the same thing. And hopefully you're hearing some of that, that that we're pulling for each other, that we're aimed at the same thing, that we're all trying to build that relationship and move in the same direction. So hopefully that's kind of what you're hearing from our kids. And, and again, we're not trying to prop them up and say our kids are the best kids ever. They mess up. They make mistakes. They, they do things that, that other kids do. And we just don't have the, the tension, I think, that falls out of it as much because we're more focused on relationship than we are about the the right or the wrong or the behaviors that they're making. I guess um, we have we have we have tension and stuff. Like we have things that we that get on each other's nerves. But I don't think any of us are willing to sacrifice a relationship because of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when you know we have a a little um, conflict going on, um, it's it's not as the thing that they're doing is not bigger than the person, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, it's very important to maintain the relationship, even if there's some emotion involved. And I think we're all just committed to that, and that's why that's why it works. Yeah, a great example of that. A couple of weeks ago, 
and you have to know Dax to understand this scenario, but Dax had just bought himself a new pair of shoes, and he, A, he doesn't spend money, B, he's a shoe guy. And he really likes shoes. I know I that sounds a shoe weird, guy. but I'm a shoe guy. He gets it from me. I love it's shoes. Not more that he likes shoes. He doesn't have a ton of pair of them, but he likes his shoes to be clean. Right, and he I likes like shoes clean to shoes, quality. and I like my shoes to look good with what I'm wearing. Right, that's I'm his a hundred percent shoe guy. So, but Cole was reaching across the table and he picked up a cup that he thought was his and empty, but it was actually mine and it had Kool Aid in it because I drink Kool Aid all the time. And he picked it up and it splattered and splashed all over Dax's new shoes that he literally had just bought that day. And in that moment, Dax, you could see him pause and realize that Cole was more important than his shoes and the Kool-Aid that just got spilled on him. And he didn't just, oh, my God. He's like, oh, I really didn't like that that happened. It was a very mature adult response to they're just a pair of shoes. But he valued Colton more than he valued the the shoes and and. You could see it in that moment. And Cole felt terrible about it. He was like, oh, my God. And he tried to help clean them and all this stuff. So the way they interacted in that moment was very um, – it's just kind of how they have built their relationship in this model. And I don't want you to hear that Farron and I are saying that we have done all of this. Um, our kids have done this work as much as we have and have been – but I think what Farron and I did do is we kind of gave them that goal and that model and that picture of what we were trying to be. And I think they were able to buy into it and move the same direction with us. You have to set the foundation for everybody to be able to commit to it. Mm -hmm. But to reap the benefit of a system that everybody's committed to, you have to all be committed to it. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have a lot of input in building the foundation just because we weren't alive. Mm -hmm. um, but there's but, a lot of input as we build it up and continue right. to grow. Yeah. Right. You got anything you want to say? Do you want to talk about Dax leaving for college? No. Uh, I want to add, I think another great example of uh, kind of some tension there is our room. So I can live in clutter. <laughs> That's something that uh, doesn't really bother me. My side's usually a bit messy, but it does not. Dax does not like clutter. He always hates it, and it's something that he's had to uh, realize. I've started getting a little bit better about it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm getting a little cleaner. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we still choose to share a room. That is very true. That's a two-way street. He still two lives street. with my clutter and my mess. I do, but, um, and it's worth it. But I will not have my dorm room that way. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> my roommates will not be as valuable to me as Cole is. So. That's good. That's good. Cora wants to say something. I love my brother enough. I love you too. That. Hmm. I'm glad that you can be excited for me, even mm -hmm. though it's hard. And I thank you for that. That's a good try. I know the emotions the that are coming here. You know, so, you won't articulate it, but it's just right. it's a lot of it's a lot of feels. I right. get it. A lot of feels right there. A lot but of I appreciate that you're you're willing to let me do it. You know? I love her. All right, so that that's kind of that. See the future. That's the peek behind the curtain. This is our family. This is who we are. If you hang out with us for dinner, if you come over our house, we are who we are. Um, we're very weasy wig. That's an old computer term for what you see is what you get, and what you see is what you get. We are who we are. Um, so again, what we want to try to do at, uh, on each one of these episodes, we want to try and give you an activity, um, to do with your family. Um, and I was going to throw, I've got two of them on here and I was going to talk about the first one, 
one of the things we have done probably more regularly than anything in our family, Dax brought it up the other day, was movie night. And every Friday night for the last 15, 15 years, I mean, every Friday night, no, if we're on vacation. It's well, I won't even say every. That's one of the things that you guys have been willing to let us have some freedom in. Like yes. football games and stuff are on Friday nights. You right. let us kind of grow into being able to have some of that freedom. It's not a dogmatic, legalistic movie nights Friday night. <laughs> right. Be in high school with. Right. Um, right. But it's something that we enjoy and we buy into. So we will say no to some things just because we genuinely want to be, genuinely want to be around you guys. Right. So Friday nights we do movie night. We do pizza. And most of the time it's frozen pizza. Except recently, we started getting a lot of more Papa John's. Just freaking awesome. Which is great because I like Papa John's more than the frozen. But Dax 100%. loves frozen pizza. I do. It's weird. Is where it's at. He loves yeah. great in college. You though. are because you love awesome. Pizza. <laughs> but we uh, we do movie night every Friday night, and we kind of cycle through who picks movies and stuff like that. And if it's somebody's birthday, they get to pick the movie or that kind of stuff. But we we try every Friday night. It was something we started a bunch of years ago. Um, as a, I needed a finish line for the end of the week. The kids needed a finish line. Fair didn't want to have to come up with what to cook, and we just said, you know what, pizza every Friday night and a movie, and that's what we're going to do. And Dax, Dax said it great. There have been times that they, they chose to stay with us and hang out with us and do movie night rather than go do something with their friends, which Fair and I always looked at as, as a blessing, and we were excited, and we appreciated that they made that choice. Um, there were times that they chose to go to football games and hang out with friends, and we were glad to let them go and, and do those things because there were so many times they did choose us. And, and we shifted to Saturday. And we shifted to Saturday sometimes, Fair said, which you couldn't hear in the microphone because Fair wasn't talking in the microphone. I heard it a little through the microphone. You heard it a little through the microphone. It's a little Corwin there. likes having the microphone in front of her. Even I do. She doesn't talk very much about it. Um, but that was, the re- that was the activity I was going to say is, hey, have a family movie night. You don't have to do it every week. We have eaten ungodly amounts of pizza in our lives. It's, it's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. And we're probably eating pizza tonight. We're going to go to Joe's Pizza because it's super exciting down here. And it's fantastic. But uh, I encourage you to do a family movie night um, and uh, have some pizza and see if you can have some fun. Pick a movie and just uh, enjoy that experience together. Pick a night and do a family movie night. Um, that's your activity that we're going to throw at you this week. Um the other thing, the resource that I wanted to give is kind of a random... Did you want to say something? Well, I was going to say something. I I would say pick either a night of the week or even a night of the month because having a consistent time that we set aside to be just family time I think is important. Mm-hmm. If you had like a one movie night, one time, one deal, yeah, it's great and it's a, you know, it's a different thing to get you out of a routine, but I think having consistency is important. Okay. Well, you're, you're hearing it from my kid. He said be consistent with That's it. That's probably so. what makes it easier to actually be there just because y'all, like, set it. It's Friday night. I mean, yeah, always just, knew it was coming. Yeah. So, I mean, so they're saying make it uh, make it a thing. So Make it so where your kids can anticipate it, yeah. I guess. That's good. Yeah. And it also gives you time to figure out what movies, what pizza types, mm-hmm. what Ever plan ahead. If you're planning ahead, if you know it's coming, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. What you like to watch. Um, the resource I'm going to give you this week is not much of a resource other than um, just the idea of doing something um, for your family and relationship. And, and uh, again, one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to let our kids have some control and have some say-so for a lot of things in their life. As long as it fit inside of those boundaries that we set up, we wanted them to have the freedom to move inside of those boundaries. So the resource that I was thinking of for this week was make a um, a jar with stuff that your kids like to do. 
So either make you can make it a meal jar, and if they get to draw out of that, so and and one night a week going along with Dax's consistency thing, make Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, whatever it is, make it the jar night, to where your kids can reach in the jar and they pick out, and you do whatever's on that piece of paper. So you can put family game night. You can put if you make it a dinner jar, and you're going to pick. All right, the kids get to pick dinner. Whatever that is, let them have some control and some say so, but do it inside of the boundaries that that you can operate with. Fair wants Coral wants to say something, and Fair wants to say something. And you could also make an activity night. Mm-hmm. You could. That's good. <laughs> Coral likes activity. If it's like we've had one of one of these before. This was a while um, ago, though. Right? It, it yeah, it was a while ago. We were ago. little. Yeah, I remember though. I don't remember. Um, you may not have been born actually, but um, <laughs> we had one, and it had like even stuff like dance party and pillow fight. Corbin's and doing pillow a, Corbin's doing a pillow fort. Right? Pillow fort. Fort. Build a pillow yeah. fort. What's in the jar is irrelevant. Having a jar and having consistency well, is the point. The kids having input to what goes in the jar. Right. Everything that goes in it, they that's put better. in. Well, yes. you, I mean, that's you and I did put a couple things in we there. We had the final say of, right. yeah, that's a little too. If it was go to Disney World, we didn't put that in the <laughs> exactly, jar. Exactly. Right. But that, that didn't make it. <laughs> yes, but, um, yeah, no. like. There was a there was a minute where y'all loved to blow out candles. Do y'all yeah. remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> that was more. Who doesn't love to blow out candles? <laughs> right. But so here's here's the thing though. It's a consistent use it on the same day of the week. Again, back to Dax's idea that they can anticipate it, they can use it. It's not a reward jar. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not that okay. Hey, if you clean your room or if you get good grades or if you do, it is hey, you your your input into our family is valuable, and we want you to have some say so. So one night a week, this is your say-so, and we're going to draw it out by random draw. And there were times that we drew something out, they're like, man, I don't want to do that, and we draw another one. I mean, we, we gave them some freedom and some opportunities to, to make some comments on that stuff. So it, it really is trying to build in that input from your kids and let them feel like they've got some control and some opportunities to influence the direction of your family. So if, if you can do that, that's a great resource. Um, have it out. You can leave it on the counter. Um, and let kids interact with um, the decision-making process of your family. So, um, all right, that's uh, that's kind of what we were planning on doing for tonight. Anybody have any last thoughts? I want to say goodbye to our audience. Anybody you need a theme song. I need a theme song. You need, Dude, a theme yeah. song. need to come yes. up with a theme song. We do need a theme yeah. song. You need an outro <laughs> theme song. All right, to finish the episode, what I do want to do, we have a soundboard in the mixing board. I want Colton yeah. to pick hey. one specific Aww. sound that he wants to have as the end of the podcast. Can you throw it on there? Come on. This is so much pressure. This is really, really hard. Oh, I can't, I can't, I I'm still not very good at this. I will so hold it against away. you for at least five years. I don't know what the buttons do <laughs> I, I yet, so I don't want to press the wrong button. No, it's just like. these, any of those any of those buttons. Any of those, any of those eight. Any of the, you just got to pick so eight. Pick that's like a music. That's crowd react. Do we do a crowd? No, we're not going to do a crowd react. All right, come on. You got to pick it in three, two, one. That was so suspenseful, and it was fantastic. Let's so, go. Nice I succeeded there. All right. Let's again. All right, so thanks for uh, for listening to episode three. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing from our kids and kind of what this environment uh, looks like a few years down the road. But uh, keep listening. If you can, hit the subscribe button. If you got any questions or comments, you can email us at modelparentingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but shoot us an email. Let us know uh, if you have any thoughts or comments, and uh, we'll listen for you next week. Pretty good. Let's go. It's the one tank gang. Dude, it's the one tank gang. <laughs>